0: Simmons, how
1: are you? Hey Chris, 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 good to hear from you. Yes, sirree, yes, sirree. How are you?
0: All right, it's Alex Simmons and Chris Ryan on Tell the Damn Story.
1: You know, it never sounds and the same when I say the title. You say and it, it's got sort of a punch to it. It's like a one-two punch <laughs> to it. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you, this week we hope to have a couple of punches because uh um, Good ones too, yeah. We uh we have had a week, the two of us, in uh in a very positive mostly positive way. And uh, we thought that um, we'd share it. it,
1: we'd share it because it's stuffed with author activity and it, traveling that full range of the writers' experience. So I guess what we're asking everybody is, are you ready for the ride? <laughs> yeah, pull up a seat. So here so here we go. Uh, as folks may know, um, on the 24th of October, which was a Wednesday, we uh, Chris and I released the fifth in the series of rapid read blackjack stories blackjack rapid read the story was trial by fire trial by ice uh, with the with the wonderful writings of Chris and myself and a luscious cover by the remarkable talented Tim Fielder yes yes. And and we won't go into some of the challenges that we faced at that time. Uh, that was the
0: previous episode. Yeah, right. Now right. We're, we're moving to
1: the future. Yeah, yeah, right. So what we
0: did experience this week. Were sales?
1: Yes, sales and and well, well, we'll get to those in a minute. Oh, okay, okay. What I want to know from you is, uh, can you can you talk
0: about the writer's experience when, after all that work and all the doubt and all the <laughs> Rewrites and all the problems getting the book published the way it should be.
1: Yeah, suddenly it you that. turn
0: around, it's out, and people begin to buy it. That's an that experience for a writer.
1: <laughs> well, the the buy it part is pretty cool. Yeah, because you know it's a business to a certain extent for sure. But like he was saying with that build up you know all the trials and tribulations, and that you got you gotta to, to know that people like it wow that's that's a juice and a half, and this was shown to us via reviews on Amazon and some commentary via Facebook, so the first thing that, I'm sorry go ahead we have
0: never we have never gotten reviews this quick
1: right, thank you never. yes, yes. Yeah.
0: That's
1: exciting. Talk about that. Well, yeah, I mean, I love I love all of you who read the book. I really do. Thank you, thank you, thank you uh, from way back when we first started and the first Blackjack graphic novel, all that. I love it. It's funny, though. I would ask people, you bought the book, you know, friends, uh, strangers, fans, whatever, you bought the book, yeah, yeah, I know. Do, you, do you like or hate the book? Oh, no, I, I like this, I like that. I said, great, would you write a review? Because you bought it on Amazon. Write a review. Oh, see, I'm going to get to them. Nothing. Nothing. So we would have to keep encouraging and reminding and everything. And and again, we love you. Please keep buying the book all that, but the reviews are useful to us. So either way, I'm used to putting in extra weeks of trying to get a review up there, a couple of reviews up there. This time, we released the book and and actually the book the the printed version released a day later than I wanted. But uh, but the the audio version came out on time. The digital version, I should say. I'm sorry. The digital version. There is no audio right Right. now. Right. There is no audio audio. yet. The digital version came out. And I had a response the next day from a fan. All freaked out. They loved it. Just all excited. So that was like, wow. I didn't even have to go hunting for that. It is, Alex, a rapid read.
0: You can buy it one day. Read both tales. Be thrilled and give a review
1: which is right. pretty cool right so this person gave a verbal review you know via electronics but within a couple of days of the print book being available we started to get uh reviews online you know so we got some reviews in amazon which were stellar wonderful great thank you and then um and, and yeah if we could just throw in at that point just so people know
0: um The reason why reviews are so important on Amazon Ah, is that if you get a certain number of uh, reviews, Amazon magic begins to happen. It crosses a threshold, and the huge Amazon engine begins to work for you. They'll mention you in more places, and sales begat sales, almost on a biblical (laughs) uh, level. So, yes, if uh, if you don't think your review matters. We beg to differ. Even a few words, even a one paragraph would be a great thing because they add up and they matter to Amazon. So, listen, if um, if you want to give us 100 reviews like the big <laughs> boys get, we're willing to shoulder that burden.
1: Yeah, that's not 100 reviews from the same person now. No, 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 no. no. Just no. from,
0: you know, whoever's out there. So... Um, that was one thrill, but you were talking about we got a face uh, some facebook thrills
1: too, yes yeah, well, like i said we got the, we got the Amazon review thrills, which was great, and then almost simultaneously or back to back, I go on Facebook and we get um the first one I saw was it's a photograph that someone had posted on their their page what they you know f- fed me the notification it's a great photograph of three copies. Of the book fanned out so neatly and nicely on a table. It's just really colorful and rich and all that. And underneath it, it says something like, I got mine times three, right? And then it goes on to say, uh, not only a must read, but a great gift. And I thought, yes. Now, once again, we didn't ask this time, we hadn't asked anything yet. So these were just pouring in the door for us. This was just wonderful for us. Sorry. Exactly, that's what I, I was saying. <laughs> see, see how thrilled he is?
0: <laughs> that's our, our little dog.
1: Your editor's is upset.
0: Editor, so sorry about that. <laughs> um, so, you know, when we got that material, uh, Alex being Alex, he immediately turned it into more promotion. So let's talk about that experience. One of the things that we have to... Um, just accept as authors is that largely we do our own
1: promotion. Well, yeah. You know, even Stephen King
0: is on Twitter. So just think about that for a second. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the things that we saw there was, of course, um, the Facebook announcement that you were dancing, you know, uh, uh, with joy Yes. But then you took a great quote from one of the reviews. And he had this little angle thing, and he put it together, which I, I copied and I'm going to use as well. Just wanted to let you know, Alex. Um, I'm down um, with that. Talk about keeping the promotion machine going. You know,
1: I will, I, will, I will say this about this, and anybody who's been following our shows, and I hope that's thousands, uh, but anyone who's following our shows, has heard me talk, read, whatever, speak at public events, knows that I have what I call the Lone Ranger Syndrome. So that basically to me means do a good deed, help people or whatever it is, do it well, and then leave before the compliments, you know, come up. And so it's also hard for me to toot my own horn. It's it's not my first instinct. So as I'm enjoying all of these responses, I a part of my brain is going, hey, you got you to gotta repeat these. You got to put them out there. You got to let people know that people like what you're doing. And I'm going, yeah, but, but, no, do it. So I quickly grabbed uh, a nice... Little soundbite from a lengthier uh, review, and you know, played with it and put it up against a white background with the blackjack logo. You know, because again, as as entrepreneurs, as um, independents, you don't ha- have a, a PR department. You don't have a, a promotional agent who's running these things for you. So you've got to remember, do the work get it published or get it out there, and then you got to promote like a son of a gun, and you should really be promoting prior to, which we did do. So I had to force myself to put this placard together, but I enjoyed it. I I looked at it. I I had fun with it, you know, try and make it fun. And you put it out there, and then you start getting reactions from that. So it's reactions from from announcing the book's coming, reactions from the book being released, reactions from people's reactions, right? Right. You just got to try and keep that snowballing, because it's all about making sure that folks know your work is there
0: and and there there is an actual mathematical formula that you know you really need to be in front of a reader's eyes uh, several times like 15 times before they'll take on a reaction something like that i don't know if that's the exact the, the
1: the way i heard that, it but you're very very close the way i heard it was was 13 so it's 13 to 15 you know, with with social right. media it may be more than that now because we're right. bombarded so much with stuff but either way you're so right we
0: have we we have to keep it going and and alex has created two uh, short tiny little videos ten fifteen second videos one for uh, trial by fire and one for trial by ice that we can now recycle in there and saying you know um, five-star reviews on amazon bam, and it's that one little element and we recycle everything we've done already with that, and as we get more reviews, we can do more quotes and on and on and on. Now, as that promotion is going on, we both have multiple projects. So, uh, I had to have a side conversation with Alex, so I chose to have a side conversation with Alex <laughs> um, about another one of my books because of the time of year that we're in. Oh, yeah. Next Tuesday is election day. And between Alex and I, uh, was born an idea. I really felt that (laughs) Um, I really felt that uh, I wanted to do something to contribute
1: to the uh, get out and vote um, push
0: movement uh, or or, or time or or call for people to go and vote. And um, I didn't know how to get there. And then Alex just, you know... Every once in a while, I say something to Alex and someone clicks on him. This time, Alex clicked on me and clicked on me. Um, The book is set up through Amazon and KDP now that I have a couple of days of promotion. So uh, today I made the arrangement, and uh, for tomorrow, uh, for Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, leading Mm. up to and through Election Day, uh, a simple rebellion will be. Free for download, for uh, ebook or uh, Kindle download, and uh, I put a little bit of money together uh, for a promotion to spread that news, and I'll be spreading that news. Promotion
1: that budget, side. yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, we are we are working blue collar people, so our budget is not
0: what a Stephen King book budget might be. God bless his soul, or you know, or <laughs> One of the other many, many best-selling author budgets, but we still have to find a way. So that's going out uh, for a uh, a mini um, uh, book giveaway, and it is the idea is get this book for free and begin to read it. You'll run
1: out the door and go vote. (laughs) Um, We we have a couple of quotes that I was
0: able to use There's a couple of reviews that are on A Simple Rebellion that say it is a love letter to America, uh, that it it predicts a possible future if we don't grow past our current divisiveness and my offer to give as many free books away as possible, the e-book, the Kindle download, um, as people want. Uh, It's my way of trying to get and sustain the motivation to go out and cash your vote. Notice I'm not telling you how to cast your
1: vote. I was votes, I was going to jump right on that. Yeah, I was going to jump right yeah, on that because it's, that is it's
0: participation.
1: Right. It's it's about, you know, uh, what what the country's supposed to stand for and part of it is the right to vote. And, you know, speaking as a, as an African American or as a black man, I know in my lifetime a lot of people gave paid some serious dues to make it possible for us to vote. And throughout history, a lot of people have given their lives for the right to vote. So I think definitely we should. Whatever your vote is, that's what it is. You know, whether I agree or don't agree is not the point. The point is that this is not something to sleep through.
0: Right. And and now you have a, a book for us to say, or for me to say, hey, thank you. Here, yeah, read a couple of chapters, and that will motivate
1: you. Um, <laughs> or read a couple of that, chapters, that, that, go out and vote, come yeah. back and finish the book. <laughs> and, it, and
0: it ties back to... Um, Uh, a hashtag that we've been using, a slogan we've been using, people over politics. And and, uh, I think remembering that we had used that on some of our other projects uh, really helped motivate me this morning to get up early and and set up that uh, three-day giveaway, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, a free copy of Simple Rebellion, and the idea is we want to motivate you to go out and vote.
1: (laughs) Now, all in the same week,
0: uh, I I don't know if you did, but I know I got to experience the other part of uh a writer's oh, life. I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: rejection. yeah. Mm-hmm. I got uh, not one but two this week. Um,
0: it was just a, a accident of timing. Um, I had submitted to an anthology putting together for the Mystery Writers of America, and they politely. Uh, Declined to use that one it wasn't quite exactly what they were envisioning and then um, this second one I know that I took a chance uh, uh, this is great uh, fiction magazine uh, short um, real tough guy fiction magazine called switchblade and I wanted to put a character in there that would be surprising was most of the characters there are um, tough guys, you know.
1: Oh, m- macho a macho?
0: Character, uh, multi, a, a lot of mucho macho, sure.
1: A lot of mucho and, macho, you know, oh, okay. I,
0: I love that as much as the next reader. Um, but I have this character, Penelope, that I thought would fit as an interesting...
1: Odd name for a guy.
0: Uh, old, well, it's a girl. It's a, oh, see, a, There a, you go. A, a tiny, a tiny, maybe a 20, 21 year old. Um, but her life is every bit as Switchblade tough as the characters I've read. But they, they said it doesn't fit for what we have in mind for this issue. And they were really, it was you know, one of the more pleasant rejections. Mm. However, it was a rejection, right? And, mm. and that kind of inspires us to have that conversation that. As writers, you have to expect this. You know, you're going to get a lot of rejections, and then things slowly start to happen, and then and, and then hopefully it gets uh, better. Uh, I spoke with Joe R. Lansdale about that uh, way back when in the summer,
1: and uh, that was in our ser- your series of history. interviews at the Writers Conference, right? Yeah. Yeah, guys should check those yeah, e- yeah. episodes out too. Go further back. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to point that out.
0: And it it just. Uh, happens that um, one of the authors I follow on Twitter, Don Winslow, recently uh, tweeted about uh, just said an encouraging tweet to writers. and said, look, it took me years and years and tons of rejections, but stay with it and and it can happen for you. And then just yesterday, I was listening to Fat Man Beyond, which is <laughs> Is it's a podcast like this, <laughs> but it features Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard. Oh, and uh, half of it they talk about the current cop, comic book, pop culture news, and the other half they take um, questions from the audience. And there is a, uh, a question about, you know, keeping going and how do you get an agent, how do you, you know, how do you sustain? And uh, Mark Bernard just had this great quote a oh, great bit to say this kid that, uh, you know, you're going to get rejected and you're going to get rejected a lot and it's part of the business. It's not you personally, it's part of the business. And, you know, it might be happening for five years, just boom, boom, boom. But you have to keep going because every time you get through another rejection, every time, you know, you're closer to the time where it's not going to be a rejection.
1: Well, the other thing, and, too, is uh, you're, you're getting... helps. Hopefully you're getting better, too, you know, your writing oh, yeah. is getting stronger, too. Well, that's what um, that's what the Joe
0: R. Lansdale story was about. He had gotten this time period where his wife said, just write, and he uh, he quit a job he hated, and he used that time, or he got laid off from the job, I Forget, but he used that time to write. A, he was trying for a story a day. He says, man, those stories suck. He, <laughs> <laughs> he says, but each one I got a little better, and I'd send them out most of the time they got rejected and if i remember correctly he had a nail on the wall and he put the rejection letter on the nail and then he needed another nail then he needed a bigger nail and eventually it was kind of one of those railroad tie nails <laughs> where he just, you know just rejection, letter, rejection but it was you know okay keep going go and always keep sending it out
1: tenacity and
0: that go ahead you were saying
1: i said tenacity That's that's, that's a big part of it, yeah.
0: And I find the other thing that helps is that, like, when I got the Switchblade rejection this morning, I was sitting in front of uh, 5,000 words of my new project. You know, having that new thing that you're writing, having that next thing that you're writing, keeps pushing you forward. So always... Don't you know, Never make the mistake of writing a project or whatever it is you're doing, acting or, or auditioning or recording a song, or, and then waiting to see what happens to that song. Put it out in the world
1: and, and keep go on going. To
0: the very yeah. next thing. I I and
1: will share. You know, I will share my as to where it's going. Right. I will but, share my quick story here. Um, very quick. Uh, definitely, I've I've had rejections too, but the ones that stands out in my head, and I shall not name names. Was I was brought into a comic book company to work on a project for one of their iconic characters, and I I'd, I'd written this character before, so it wasn't it wasn't uh, brand new to me. But you know, I certainly wasn't a seasoned veteran like you know, like a Denny O'Neill or whatever. So anyway, I was I was brought in to work on this project and given a, a premise that they wanted me to develop, and I developed the premise and I developed this uh, an outline and I developed a script, and I would bring it back in, and the editor would say something that was missing or wanted to see more of and i'd go out and i'd work on it and i'd bring it back and then he'd come up with something new that was missing and something new that he wanted to see and then i'd go out and this went on for weeks uh and you know you you want to work on this character because it's iconic kind of character you know and it, it means you've moved up a rung on the ladder and all that but after weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks i'm i'm constantly rewriting or re, re uh, you know changing or revising basically the 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 premise of a story and each time i'm being asked to add something new and do something different with it and something as opposed to a consistent and the only reason that i didn't lose my mind and jump out of a window uh or or start to use words that my mother would be very displeased with me about is because i i understood not intellectually (laughs) just emotionally i understood it wasn't going to serve me it wasn't going to serve me to freak out i had to figure out what was happening i had to you know i had to deal with the fact that yes it's a rejection of what i've just handed you but you want these changes i had to go through the experience to then understand how to read the experience and in effect in that particular situation It turns out, and other editor came in, another editor came in and sort of commented on the situation and sort of put an end to that, was that in effect, I was being asked to keep changing the concept, which meant there was never really a possible point of accepting because each time I was being asked to write something new. So had I lost my mind earlier in the game and quit or erupted in the office in an inappropriate way, I would have looked like the unprofessional individual. I would have looked like the idiot. I would have slammed the door not only on that, but on other potential work. So sometimes right. it's also about how you accept the commentary that's coming to you, try and try and analyze it or maybe run it by a couple of other people who are professionals and might be able to give you some guidance in that and then keep moving forward. All right. And the idea is that that's another challenge for another episode is how you get those professional ties or those people that you can trust. I mean,
0: exactly. in a similar situation, I had taken um, a screenwriting course and I had been invited to take the next level. And then my script had been selected for development. Mm. And I would meet with the guy who had created these courses. And he'd come in every three months and say I needed to do rewrites. Um, by the thirteenth time, oh, where we were rewriting, uh, I started saying, "Okay, well, listen. Uh, as you have, a, as I've th- demonstrated, I have the ability to rewrite. It's at this point now where I, re- I really need more direction. I need what? What more does?" The development require is it this character has to be stronger is the second act is it this and the response was well uh, I don't want to write the piece for you it's your piece so uh, you know uh, give it another shot and and well, we want to we want to clarify everything and go ahead and then I met with him two more times so that's 15 rewrites and he still was saying the same thing which was no substance you know and just this kind of this hollywood jazz nonsense so uh, there is a time
1: where you wait a minute, i'm sorry losses. just for clarification he was saying he was not like, saying anything wanna, that had substance i
0: don't want to write the screenplay for you
1: no no i heard that but, but you said no substance this. i want to just focus in on the word yeah, you said yeah right exactly. what he so, said had no substance is that what you're saying what
0: the, well, yeah he ah, never okay offered. Beyond, you know, I don't want to write this screenplay for you, but it needs changes. So my point is, which is what you're intervening, is that you have to read what they're saying. You know, if they tell you, listen, the second act this week, especially here, here and here, you know, they're committed to your project. You know, Uh, we need more development of the villains sooner. Okay, they want. And they know what
1: they want. If they just say they want you to keep writing, without, then you have to question that after a certain yeah, point. You yeah. Have,
0: yeah, you have a right to
1: question. Yeah, right?
0: absolutely. Um,
1: Especially but, if you're paying.
0: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> don't don't pay someone else to develop your project. No, 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 no. no. Um, so our point with this episode was: I don't want to get off track now with these other things. Is that you know in one week? You can go to elation and creativity and rejection and new creation. And that's the, that's the life of a writer Mm -hmm. and embrace it all. Don't let any part of it, uh, uh, influence or, 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 or bend your mind around the corner, right? It's all part of it. Uh, if we sell a billion copies of Blackjack today, tomorrow, we still have to sit ourselves down in a room by ourselves and write the next thing.
1: Of course, you know? if we sell a billion copies of Blackjack today, the size of the room we sit down in tomorrow might alter slightly. Maybe.
0: Maybe. <laughs> and Maybe not. But you know what? <laughs> it's still over. eyes to that screen.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not thinking Palace, I'm thinking something with a beautiful view out a window, but okay.
0: Right. (laughs) Well, you know what? I would I would still have my back to the window because I would be staring out that window instead of (laughs) right? So yeah, no matter you know, even Stephen King, he he still writes the same way he did years ago when he likes really loud music to drown out anything else and he still Hands on the, on the title. Ty- now he's using a the computer than a typewriter and he's not sitting in the basement between the furnace and the washing machine, but he's still looking at that, uh, uh, page and still putting in the words, uh, <laughs> as all of us are, As right. is, as I am, as any one of you who are out there writing, all of us have to get whatever works for us to tell the damn story.
1: Gosh, and, and on day. that and on Every that day. phrase, Batman. <laughs> uh again, folks, thanks very much for sitting in. Please let us hear your thoughts, feelings, insights, and questions about any of the things we're saying. Also revisit some of the previous episodes uh and and comment on those as well, you know, because we've shared a lot of different points and uh ports along our journey as writers and creators. So, you know, we're we're here for you. Thanks again for sitting in, listening in. Chris, as always, a pleasure.
0: Always a pleasure. Keep
1: writing. You got it. Take care, buddy.
0: Take care, man.